it's uh, well, I have no idea what we're doing. So, how's that? Okay, so I'm just going <laughs> This is true, Michael. All right, so, so far it's not really any different, huh? <sighs> okay, um, well, we're doing a guided meditation tonight, and tonight it's all on healing. Um, whether it's emotional or physical pain, um, moving into its center, into the pain's center, is what heals us. So that's what my focus is tonight. And um, I have no idea where we're going or how we're going to get there or anything. <laughs> it's going to be fun. <coughs> um, so to start out with, I think I want to start just with a simple prayer to give you all the opportunity to invite in your higher power, whatever that is for you, you know. Um, so higher power, God, uh, unified field, source, whatever that is, uh, please be with us tonight in support of this process. And hopefully that as I am, I guess, the mouthpiece for this, that I will be enough out of the way that the message that is meant for this evening comes through clearly. Um, that's what I'm praying for. Less confusion. How's that? Okay. Um, and I did want to start out with something from Eckhart Tolle. Um, by the way, I'm going to be leaving the music on tonight. This is called The Shaman's Heart, and it's put out by Hemisync. And it's the folks from Monroe Institute who have figured out what sounds and vibrations to put together. And they'll do it subliminally in all kinds of different CDs that literally help bridge the left and right hemisphere of the brain, syncing up the hemispheres, hemisync. So um, Okay, a very effective way to stop compulsive thinking, getting trapped in that spinning, um, is to simply take the focus of your attention away from thinking and direct it into the body, the physical body, where being can be felt in the first instance as the invisible energy field that gives life to what you perceive as the physical body. So just, just try it now. Um, it might be helpful to close your eyes, so do that if you need to, but, and, and trust me, it probably will. You won't have to do that after a while when it becomes natural for you to just be in your body. Okay, so direct your attention into the body. Feel it from within. Is it alive? Is there life in your hands, your arms, your legs, your feet, your abdomen, your chest? Can you feel the subtle energy field that pervades the entire body and gives vibrant life to every organ and every cell? 
Can you feel it simultaneously in all parts of the body as a single field of energy? Keep focusing on the feeling of your inner body for a few moments. Don't start to think about it. Just feel it. Just experience it. Be with it. The more attention you give it, the clearer and stronger this feeling will become. It will feel as if every cell is becoming more alive. And if you have a strong visual sense, you may get an image of your body becoming luminous. Although such an image can help, help you out temporarily, pay more attention to the feeling than to any image that may arise. An image, no matter how beautiful or powerful, is already defined in form. So there's no less scope for penetrating more deeply. And what happens is if you get stuck on the image and get identified with the image, that gives ego an opportunity to step in and go, hey, wow, how cool is that? <laughs> okay. To go even more deeply into the body, try the following. Okay, so I'm... We're not going to do that right now. We will be going into that, though. So did you get to experience that energy, that life force that, that he's referring to the inner, as the inner body? Any questions about that? Anybody struggle with it and it didn't make sense? Do you have a question with it, Andina? Okay, the anxiety and the tension, I think, is the body's response to what's going on up here. Yeah, so that's the difference. Start with just your hands then. That's a good place to start because you can pretty much, I think, sometimes experience a lot of anxiety, but you go to your hands and it's harder to feel the anxiety there, but you can rub them together. Go ahead and everybody just try that. Just rub them together and then and feel the energy. Can you feel that? That's what you're going for trying to connect inside, if that's, if that's helpful. Yeah. Because our body will respond with all kinds of feelings in reaction to what we're thinking. Yeah. And that's that anxiety, which is common. Mm-hmm. 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 We're going to go there. Yeah, we're going to go there. Okay. Um, so as I take you through this guided meditation, the, the biggest thing you're going to hear me talk about, but I want to preface it ahead of time because I want to kind of prepare the left side of the brain so that because it's going to be sneaking in. It's, we just can't help that, you know, unless you're a practiced Buddhist monk. And I, I have talked to a few of them that have even said, oh yeah, no, we, we get to experience that too. <laughs> and what happens is it's going to come in and it's going to want to identify, it's going to want to separate, it's, you know, that's the ego, you know, wanting to keep us out of present moment. 
So I want you to, as best you can, be working on being, first step is the observer, being the observer of the body, like you were just now. You were observing and feeling the energy in your body, okay? Then I want you to see if you can go to the next step, and this is so trippy. <laughs> go to that place where observer and the body, there's no more duality. In other words, dissolve the boundaries where you're not a body any longer. You're just a being, and you are the energy. So you become one and you move it from duality to unity. And I'm going to be helping you with that a little bit through the, the meditation as best I can. But I wanted, I wanted the left brain to get sort of a that's where we're going kind of thing, okay? Um, so that at some point you're not, there isn't going to be an observer and a body because the true essence of who we are is just that energy. That's it. That's it. And when you can be in, when you can be that and be aware of just that, that's being fully present in this moment. And you have more power there. In quantum physics, we call that the zero point field. And you have more power there to create and to manifest and to change and do all kinds of incredible things. And is it easy? No, not at all. <laughs> but I want to give you some tools and we're going we're gonna to have an experience with it and play with it so that you can begin to have a sense of what it might be like to be able to go there. And then if you want, on your own, practice it. Now you can practice it sitting in the car at a stoplight. If you're, if you're driving somewhere and traffic's become a parking lot, there's your opportunity. You know, if you're waiting in a doctor's office, you know, we, we hurry up and wait for a lot of things. Turn the waiting into something that works for you. Okay? So, oh, I forgot to take this out. And I'm going to um, turn the lights out, too, so. Yes, you can sit on the floor. You can go wherever you'd like to go to be comfortable. Say? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. if anybody has not remembered to mute or turn off their cell phones now would be a good time <laughs> no, no. <laughs> hmm. 
Okay. Start by taking in just slow, rhythmic breaths. And seeing if you can allow each breath in, each inhalation, go just a little bit deeper, but don't force it. I want this to be comfortable. And we're eventually going to move our breathing into a rhythm. But right now we're going to use our breath to deliberately relax the physical body. So take in that breath, see if you can go a little deeper. Notice if you're breathing from your chest or are you breathing from your belly. If you're breathing from your belly, you don't have a nice flat stomach because the bottom part of the diaphragm will push it out. So give yourself that Buddha belly because that means you are filling up every possible part of your lungs. And you'll notice the difference. help move you into a deeper relaxation and let go of some stress and anxiety. On the exhales, I want you to purse your lips like you're going to whistle and slowly exhale, controlling it, seeing how long you can make that exhale last. So deep breath in, Buddha belly, purse your lips. your shoulders as you're exhaling. And gently try that again.
when it feels natural and right for you, allow your breathing to just move to a natural rhythm. And if you can visualize, imagine a fairly calm ocean and gentle waves coming up on shore. to begin to notice that you are not doing the breathing. That without even thinking, you breathe. And I want you to breathe with this thought. You are being breathed. implies volition, that you're doing it. And you're not. be the same thing as to say, I digest. No, it's nothing you think about. Now move from the thought, I am being breathed, into being the breath. Think it, just feel it. Experience being the breath.
Now pay attention to maybe aches or pains you have in your body or some sort of medical issue you know you're having. This can also work with emotional pain and fear and anger. With the physical, go inside and be that part of your body. Because in fact you are the beingness of the body and the life force is one. So if you have back problems, if you have knee problems, if you have digestive issues, if you have a specific medical concern, Go to that part of your body and be that. Be that tissue, that bone, that muscle, the blood, the nerves. same time, be the breath. Do not think, but feel the aliveness that is there at that point. If you're working with an emotional pain of some kind, go to that place that you feel it most in your body. If you feel it in your head, in your throat, in your heart, in your stomach, go there. Be with it. physics we talk about dropping down into the heart, dropping down to the zero point field, and it's the same thing. It's being so fully alive in this moment, right here, right now. that there is nothing else.
you're struggling, bring yourself gently back. Focus on that part. And instead of seeing it as diseased or broken or messed up, or it shouldn't be this way. Start with expressing gratitude. Thank you for calling my attention. I know you have something to teach me. I am open. Notice what comes up with that question. What do you want to teach me? It may be another opportunity to learn how to forgive. opportunity to experience forgiveness and that forgiveness is not something that makes you a doormat. That you can forgive someone and choose not to have them in your life. It might be teaching you to let go of your fear of money, financial concerns, and to really get into the moment. This moment, right now, is it true that you need more money? doesn't mean that we don't take action. It means from this place, we're going to actually take productive, productive action. It won't be panicked action, desperate action. It won't be coming from a place of fear and insecurity, a feeling that you're not safe. From this zero point field, from where you are right now, in this very moment, dissolving all the boundaries, being that which you really are. There is no fear. Fear doesn't exist in present moment. It's a tool of ego to push us into the future so it can exist. 
with every breath in if you are being breathed then you are being breathed by source the beloved the unconditional love that is really all there is as source you breathe into you with every breath so be conscious right now with every inhalation taking that unconditional love right to that spot where you are if it's your back your knees your digestive tract whatever it might be if it's emotional pain wherever you're feeling that Instead of seeing it as unacceptable, see it as whole and perfect. That whatever the condition, the pain, the injury is, that it's perfection. It's absolute perfection. If you're dealing with addiction as your focus, focus that in your brain. That's where all addictions begin. you find yourself moving away take a big deep breath in and refocus yourself
be the breath. And just notice what you notice with what you're what you're focused on. And I'm going to bring us back here in a little, in a few seconds. But what I want you to do, if you can, is to try and stay in this state, but fully aware when you open your eyes and shift your focus to outside of your being. Staying right here in this moment, right now. That doesn't mean we don't take care of ourselves. If you need to get up and stretch, you need to use the restroom, you need to go get a drink of water, all of that can be done in pure awareness. There is nothing we can't do. It's just that with each thing that we do, allow yourself to totally be doing just that. If you're walking to the restroom, don't be thinking about the restroom. Be focused on each step that you take down the hall. Remain in your body. Because, in fact, when you're walking down the hall, that's what you're doing. It's walking down the hall. You're not going to the bathroom yet, hopefully. Okay, I'm going to count from five to one. And when I do, each number just sort of brings you back a little bit more, a little bit more, and then I'm going to play the bowl. And there's no rush. Five. Four. Three. Two and one.
Okay, if you need to, get, you're going to need to get back in your chairs, but if you're in a chair and you need to get up and stretch, now I'm going to turn the lights on, so for those of you that have opened your eyes, you may not want the shock. So here you go. A little preparation. are ready I am ready for questions for comments anybody want to share their experience but sometimes it's hard to talk right away after that so I understand that something that's natural for you to just go there and have the tears? Because no. you're more guarded, defended mm-hmm. with anger? Yeah. yeah. So how does it feel now? sounds like what that experience is if you don't mind me using that as an example anger is a way that we use to stay in a feeling and it's really an illusion of power in situations that we're powerless over because if I allow myself to feel the fear if I allow myself to feel the pain they feel powerless I mean it really makes us feel that powerlessness and Egos don't like that, 
and you know we live in a culture too that says that's just unacceptable and so we go to a place of anger even if we're keeping the anger inside and it's just between our ears you know it, it helps give us this illusion that somehow we've got control over what's going on that we've got power and that we're justified but that when we do something like this it melts that wall and allows us to go to the heart and experience what's really there and a lot of times that's exactly what will happen as we experience the tears and tears really are nothing more than the physical manifestation of fear or pain or joy that could be stress you know, they, they're a physical manifestation because they're physical, right? You can feel it. It's real. And I really believe it's, our, it's what's been given to us as a physical being in order to relieve some of that energy. The most classic example, and I love this, I don't know if any of you have seen it, it's based on a true story. I want to say captain, she might have been a colonel, there, all those things are the same to me. <laughs> But her name was Karen something, and they made a movie about her with Meg Ryan called Courage Under Fire. Some of you may have seen it. And she's in charge. It's during the Gulf War, 91, when they were over in Kuwait. Thank you. And... Um, she's in charge of a group of guys now I know there's all kinds of military terms for this but yeah I'm not even going to try and go there but and they're a helicopter crew and the helicopter goes down and they're you know surrounded by the enemy and they've got some cover but they're basically waiting for the cavalry to come in and provide enough firepower for them to be able to get the hell out of there so in the meantime they're having to sit and wait and there's a guy or two on this crew that really don't like the fact that they have to answer to a woman I mean just pisses them off and at one point she's sitting off by herself and she starts to cry and she's just allowing herself to have the tears and one of the guys that really could not stand the fact that he had to answer to a woman said oh here we go here come the tears and she looks at him and she says it's just stress asshole <laughs> and I just thought you know how perfect she knew she understood she understood she was able to relieve that energy out of her body whereas he was going to sit with that energy trapped in his body for God knows how long I mean obviously the whole time they were there until they got picked up but yeah but she knew and it was just a classic line it's just stress and that was true that's what it was and she was able to release it to let it go so don't ever see your tears as weak or this isn't okay or something's wrong with me or this is bad or I'm breaking down or no if anything it's the healthiest thing you can do for your physical body and the sad part is in most cultures not just ours most men are taught that it's not okay to go there it's just not and you guys learn it pretty well and 
So I would encourage you to try and learn to bring it back. You know, whether it's to use movies or songs or memories or whatever that help pull those up. Um, but I tell you what, a good cry now and then is wonderful at relieving the body of a ton of stress and is incredibly healthy. On top of which, the hormonal changes that go on as a result of that. So, anybody else got this going yet? <laughs> For me, meditation might be this kind of breathing that you never used to do. I don't know if this is a Folded, <laughs> folded pretzel <laughs> position. holotropic breath work and I am going to be doing it again I think I'm going to pick a Sunday though it seems like huh oh yeah 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 it'll be on emails and on Facebook and yeah Yes, you have. Yeah, and it takes us to a level of surrender, and it's just breathing. It's just, so it's free, you know? Once you learn it, it's like you're breathing anyway. Learn how to use it. Learn how to work with it. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Well, and if you noticed, I noticed a lot of people when I said, okay, with the next exhale, drop your shoulders. And I watched a lot of shoulders go down because we don't even know that we're sitting in this position, holding our bodies nice and erect. And I went, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. I could go meditate on the roof. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's an awesome.
awesome tool because it just it puts all of that into the background. Yeah. What I tell people is because they'll tell they'll say, well, God, Karen, you know, it'd be great, but I have a noisy household. I have kids running all over the. You know, I don't have, you know, I don't have a nice yard or I don't have a nice little meditation room and. You know, if you need that to meditate, you're not meditating. <laughs> and yes, that helps in the beginning to help get you focused, but you can do that with your iPod. Stick some things in your ears and have some music and include any sound or activity that's going on around you. Allow that to be a part of what helps move you to that place rather than, oh, God, I wish he'd shut up, or I wish those kids would be quiet, or, God, who has to be calling at this time? Yeah, like they know you're meditating, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. It just becomes a part of it. You bet. Every bit of it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, and the other thing that I want to teach you about meditation, whether, now in guided meditation you are going to miss things because you're focused on a particular thing. But in silent meditation, it's about being aware of everything in your environment. So you hear the siren, you hear the stream, you hear the birds, you hear the voices down the hall. You hear the traffic out there on the street. In Zen Buddhism, one of the things that they've practiced is the master goes around with a cane and while they're all sitting in meditation with their eyes closed, he's going up behind them and just whacking the shit out of them from behind. You know, because they've fallen asleep, they've checked out, they've, you know, and a lot of people think that's what meditation is. Oh, I was so far gone, I didn't hear a thing. Well, yeah, that's not meditation. Okay? Because true meditation really is about getting you into the immediate right here and now, present moment, and having full awareness because really you are pure awareness. Now, the exception is when you're doing a guided meditation like we were because you're focused on something. So, you are going to not, there's going to be a lot of things you may not, may not hear. You may hear and you may not. But in silent meditation, the idea, because the whole challenge behind that with those monks is that eventually he, the master will know who the students are that are getting closer to what he's trying to teach them to do by the very fact when he raises his cane up and starts to bring it down the student reaches up without even opening his eyes and grabs the cane before it hits him because he has that much awareness you know obviously that takes a little while and takes some practice okay so anybody else Questions, comments? Okay. Mm -hmm.
Yeah. Yeah. And just notice it. Just notice as the thoughts come up. Yeah, okay. Okay. I see it. Yeah. So were you able to put your focus and go to find where in your body that fear and anger were? And go there and be that? Anybody have any experience with physical that they noticed shifted in that process? Anything. That what you were focusing on wasn't an emotional thing, but a physical thing, like a physical pain. Well, then that's that's exactly what was supposed to happen, Bob. Yeah. 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 Nice. Mm-mm. And how wonderful that you provided the opportunity for that to come up. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's right. That's right. Just. how you just followed it though and didn't didn't go in oh well no can't do that or you know just just went with it went with the flow and I think another way that I look at surrender and letting go is allowing is just you know in quantum physics it's about the unified field and everything is the unified field there is nothing that isn't and that unified field is in a state of creating and being in every single moment. And when I'm in resistance to that is when I experience pain and suffering and agitation and anxiety and depression and all that other stuff. And when I just get out of my own way, we've all heard that phrase, well that's what that means to me. When I get out of my own way and just allow life to move through me and allow myself to be breathed 
it is phenomenal what I experience in my life. I, you know, one of the promises in um, Alcoholics Anonymous is that we will intuitively know, know what to do with things that used to baffle us. And to me, that's what that's about. You, are, you have to be so out of your own way that you are literally just allowing. And then it's like what you heard when you were in meditation. It's not about we don't take action. You know, me recognizing in this moment right now, do I really need any more money? I'm a woman sitting on a table flapping her mouth. That's, I don't need any money right now. <laughs> you know? That doesn't mean that in another given moment when an idea comes to me that helps bring in income that I don't act on that idea. But amazingly, when I'm more in a place of allowance and, you know, we're talking about surrender, going to that zero point field and you just got to discover how not easy that is. But it's about practice, you know, it's like like I've talked about before. You're not going to go over there to the piano never having played the piano or been taught anything and sit down and play Mozart. It just isn't going to happen. So it's about learning the tools and then it's about practicing and practicing and practicing and repetition and more, you know, just over and over and doing it. And I don't know, some people get to a place of perfection I, I don't certainly expect to. I don't, in a way, I almost don't want to because I, I, you know, my ego says I'd be really bored. <laughs> Probably not, but, you know, bottom line is it doesn't matter. That's not a goal. I don't want to have that as a goal because then that's something the ego is going to attach to. And then it's out here. Then I'm not in present moment anymore, you know. So, so the allowing allows all that to come in. You know the right thing to say to mom that might turn things around. You know the right thing to say to your son or daughter in a situation that hasn't been comfortable, has been a struggle. You get an awareness about something and you see it from a completely different side that you didn't before and the shift in perception completely changes the whole thing. And what was hurting you or breaking your heart, now you're looking at it and just going, wow, okay. And just going to a state of allowing. It's pretty awesome, actually, when I go there. <laughs> I'm just going to keep working on it so I can be there a little bit longer in, at each time I am there. Um, anybody else? No? Okay. Um, partway, several times during meditation, so just like I was doing my body. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just such a different feeling that it just pulled it back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and that's a little touch of fear. It's like, yeah. it's like, wait a minute, I, I, I need to be in my body. <laughs> you know, it's almost, yeah. And 
and you are and you aren't and that's what I was talking about in the beginning when I said you'll notice your body and you are the observer well that's still duality and then the next step is to dissolve those boundaries to where observer and the body are one and at that point we can have that sense of leaving this physical structure but we're perfectly safe it's called astral projection and people people pay big money to learn how to do that yeah and some a lot of people we can actually learn how to do it very easily and it's a natural thing for us to do if we can go there so and part of it is overcoming that that fear and overcoming is not the right word but just being able to surrender into allowing that to happen and just experience it and I've when I've experienced it I've experienced myself being attached to the silver cord and I've been as far out to where I could see look back and see the planet Earth and as soon as I had the thought oh shit I'm way out here I was instantly back in my body instantly yeah yeah so as soon as you have that fear it's like yeah so okay anybody else was it interesting was it beneficial yeah um, I'm going to read some quotes from Byron Katie along these lines because part of this exercise is also for you to get out of your heads because whatever we think about a disease, a condition, an injury, a pain, an emotional pain or, an, or anger or resentment, whatever we're thinking about it is what is a lot of what the cause of what we're feeling emotionally and physically so it's about if you can't if you find that it is such a huge thought or a huge belief system that you can't get around by just getting into present moment and being with it and becoming it and breathing as it then I really recommend Katie's work because she gives you the chance to question what you believe and what you think when you're asleep does your body hurt and that's when you're asleep not when the pain has woken you up when you're asleep sound asleep does your body hurt when you're in the worst pain and the phone rings and it's the call you've been waiting for and you're mentally focused on the phone call there's no pain if you change your thinking you change the pain um, I had uh, my ex-husband was learning how to fly he also at the time had ruptured one of his discs in his lower back and was waiting for surgery and in the meantime they didn't want to do surgery till they did 50 million other things first right to see if they could do it so they wouldn't have to do the surgery and it wasn't working and he was in intense pain a good portion of the time except for when he was flying hmm imagine that it was because he was focused on something he loved and he had his focused attention completely on something else 
And it's just too bad he couldn't have stayed up in the plane all the time. <laughs> that would have been, yeah, okay. <clears throat> I won't say any more. <laughs> okay, how do you live when you believe the thought that your body should be different? How does that feel? I'll be happy later when my body is healed. I should be thinner, healthier, prettier, more handsome, younger. This is a very old religion. And if I think my body should be different from what it is now, I am out of my business. I am out of my mind. And it's also what causes the pain. How do you know that you need cancer? You've got it. Obviously, this would be for somebody that has cancer. But to accept cancer doesn't mean that you lean back and do nothing. That's denial. You consult the best doctors you can afford. You get the best treatment available. Do you think your body is going to heal most efficiently when you're tense and fearful and fighting cancer as an enemy? Or when you're loving what is and realizing all the ways in which your life is actually better because you have cancer? and from that calm center doing everything you can to heal. There's nothing more life-giving than inner peace. And that is an absolutely true experience for me because that's what I did with the second cancer. I had the most aggressive form of metastatic breast cancer. And I literally made a decision that not only was I going to have a love affair with this, but that this was my teacher, that I had the most awesome teacher I could have ever hoped for show up in my life. And I embraced it. And yes, I did what the doctors told me to do to a certain point. Um, after their chemo almost killed me, I did two more treatments. And when that regimen was done and they wanted to start a second regimen, I said, no, thank you, I'm done. I'm going to do some other things and got told that I would be dead in 10 years, and that, or in two years, and that was eight years ago. So I know that it was because I didn't battle cancer. I didn't see it as an enemy. That's why I have a really, I, I don't have a hard time. I just don't support anything that's about battling cancer or, oh, you fought the good fight and you won, or she fought the good fight and she lost, or, you know, when we do that it, and create it as an enemy, I'm creating part of my body as the enemy. And I'm fighting it. And from that fighting place, I'm scared, I'm tense, I'm in doubt. And my body's going to have a really hard time healing when I'm in that place. So just a thought. And that's, just not, that's not only for cancer. That's for a lot of other things as well. <clears throat> I'm not asking you to let go of your body as if such a thing were possible. I'm asking you to own your body, to take care of it, to take care for it, to take a look at your beliefs about it, to put them on paper, inquire, and turn them around. Um, there's a lot of spiritual practices that like to deny the body and treat the body badly. Let's starve it. Let's put it through all kinds of really grand, dramatic tests. And, to, I, you know, personally, and this is just my opinion, and we all, we all have one, 
and that is I think that's just more of the ego doing its thing you know the body is what got created so that we could be here and that we could participate and that we could have this experience on Disney Earth and the body is well it is I think we line up and we get all excited and we're going to come to Disney Earth and we look at the menu and we pick all these experiences and people that we're going to do things with and on the other side of the veil we don't judge it as good and bad and right and wrong the way we do here on, on this side in this three dimension where we go this is bad and this is awful and this shouldn't happen and well the reason I know it should happen is because it is the reality again that doesn't mean I don't take action to make some change somewhere somehow but I don't do it from that angry place I don't do it from that fighting place I don't do it from that you know this has to be different this shouldn't be this way well yeah this should be this way right now because in fact it is until it's not and from that place, that allowing place, I'm going to get a lot more intuitive ideas, like that promise, that promise I talked about out of Alcoholics Anonymous, where it says, you know, we will intuitively know how to handle things that used to baffle us. Those ideas will just come to us. Um, this one's interesting, too. When we're sick, we want people to be kind to us and yet we're not being kind to ourselves because we're lying in bed with an enemy our disease until we're at peace with our worst enemy which always is our thinking we can't really love our beloved partner or our precious child sooner or later everything we think about our disease will have to be attached to our partner or our child when we don't get our way and when we think we're going to lose something we don't resist our diseases we resist our thoughts about them without our story we can't have a problem we can only have a solution and what I understand that to mean is until I could love cancer I really couldn't love anybody else because everything I believed about it I would place on anyone around me husband child best friend parent sibling as soon as they didn't do something I thought they shouldn't be doing or if they didn't meet my need right I mean our head goes there I might behave correctly but what's going on up here and when we do that we aren't in present moment and when we're not in present moment we can't heal that's where we can heal from and you all have that power that's what's really awesome about it Okay, um, announcements. Next Monday, uh, the 21st of May, is the Portland, for anybody that's from Portland, the Portland Byron Katie Practice Group. It's on Southwest Kelly in the River West Acupuncture Clinic. Um, so if you want more information on that, get a hold of me and I can let you know. Uh, I can give you an address. Um, next, when... Huh? not for the Portland one I don't um, Todd and Doug run that one and so they send out stuff on meetup and on their you know they do all that um, 
one of the things that you can if you want to is get on meetup.com it's free to to get on there and hook up and then you just like different things like if you say you like anything that has to do with Byron Katie then anything that has to do with Byron Katie that's getting sent through meetup you'll get a notice of it's automatic um, but next Wednesday in Vancouver um, at my house we're going to be doing the Byron Katie thing so that'll be here in Vancouver um, a reminder too that I do healing touch and Reiki which are forms of energy medicine and somebody told me last time Karen some people don't really know what the hell you're talking about the energy that you experienced when I had you rub your hands together and when you went inside your bodies and you could experience feeling that right what healing touch and Reiki are are forms of 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 discipline knowing how to to be a channel for that energy and knowing how and where to direct it into the body for physical and emotional stuff and it's really pretty powerful I also use I'm also um, a, a matrix energetics practitioner and that plays with the quantum field so then I just get to mess with your photons it, it that goes beyond <laughs> beyond um, energy because we're all everything is made up of photons which is light and information and so it's it's getting to play with that <laughs> yes and it's fun yes nope I do general clearings and I do physical emotional and spiritual chakra balances and yeah yeah so it doesn't have to be for a specific reason I have people that come in just on a monthly basis just to stay cleared and to stay grounded I've got I think this is hysterical I have two different attorneys and I, f I thought they knew each other I thought that's how one had heard about me and come in and apparently that wasn't it at all I found out but they're both sort of high-powered attorneys over in Portland right before a big trial they will come in and have an energy session and right after and if it's a really long one they'll come in the middle <laughs> and said it's the only way that they are able to stay clear stay grounded no matter what everybody else is doing even if things go sideways in a handbasket they stay grounded and that without that their blood pressure goes through the roof they can't think straight they don't sleep so so that's yeah so it gets used for all kinds of really wonderful things um, I also had forgotten but I've been reminded recently because I've been asked to perform two weddings this summer I also am available to uh, facilitate um, marriages weddings and renew vows and commitment ceremonies and other spiritual rites of passage I am a full-fledged legal minister and it's I'm a metaphysical minister but yeah there you go <laughs> so there you go so um, thank you all for being willing to walk this path and be willing to explore and play with and try on and 
um, and experience it because it, you know, it gives me obviously the opportunity to teach. And, you know, I could teach my cats, but they don't listen. And actually, I've learned more from them than I think they have from me, truth be told. And, and the thing is, is that, you know, I really do believe we teach what we most need to learn. And, and this, this means more to me than anything in the world. There's a lot of things I could teach. And there's a lot of things I do teach. But on a regular basis, this is what I want most in my life. And so... I, th I have a lot of gratitude for those of you that come. And I hope this isn't going to embarrass you, but Tony, congratulations on three years. That is awesome. <laughs> I just, I love stuff like that, so I couldn't help myself. Um, so even though we're a little early, we're done. Um, unless somebody's got comments or questions, I'm going to say our prayer and close this out. No? Okay. For those of you that don't know, this is the Lord's Prayer as it was translated directly from Aramaic into present-day English without all the telephone stuff in between. O cosmic birther of all radiance and vibration, soften the ground of our being and carve out a space within us where your presence can abide. Fill us with your creativity so that we may be empowered to bear the fruit of your mission. Let each of our actions bear fruit in accordance with our desires. Endow us with the wisdom to produce and share what each being needs to grow and flourish. Untie the tangled threads of destiny that bind us as we release others from the entanglements of past mistakes. Do not let us be seduced by that which would divert us from our true purpose, but illuminate the opportunities of the present moment. For you are the ground and the fruitful vision, the birth power and fulfillment, as all is gathered and made whole again. Oh. And again, thank you so very much.